our lives will serve the Lord everlasting. Our house will serve the Lord, that's why the pot is casting. Working these digital grounds like farmers. Looking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor. Mindset against the devil. Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle. Footsteps in Jesus, footprints is where we stand. Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand. We stand up for his spirit in these times. When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah. Welcome to the Living in the Light podcast, a podcast show that is dedicated to teaching you basic Bible principles to live everyday life through everyday situations. I'm your host, David Akins, and I want to thank you for tuning in, and I'm looking forward to breaking bread with you as we go into our message. Have a blessed day. Have you ever had moments in your life where you just try to relax and your mind just keeps going and it seems like you just can't stop the continual movements. You've got to be in control of everything. You've got to be in the move of everything. There seems to be no break in anything that you do. Something's coming up. you got to figure out a way to get through it. This is our normal practice of life. But what if God talks to you and asks you to relax the controls of your life and let him take the reins? We always talk, what does the word relax really mean in my life? According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word relax means to make or become less tense or anxious. Hmm. You know... When we deal with it, we'll go and we'll go, we'll go to counselors and we'll read books on stress management. We'll take deep breaths. We'll pause for a moment. We'll clear our mind of thoughts. We'll meditate on something good. You know, we'll try to meditate on the scriptures. We'll meditate, listen to soft, soothing music to take our thoughts away. We'll listen to the sounds of the ocean, the birds, the these different things, sounds of nature to calm ourselves down to help us to relax. But the relaxation that God is talking about that I find in the scriptures is your control. You know, we always read the scriptures, but we never really look at it the way God is showing us sometimes. Sometimes we miss the point because we're so tense. We're so looking for answers that we're not relaxing in the moment to enjoy the moment. I was looking at Psalms 23 out of the Hogan Christian Standard Bible. And let's start at verse one. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I lack. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the green paths for his namesake. Verse 4, even though I walk, even though I go through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you, God, are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table 
before me in the presence of my enemy. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Only goodness and faithfulness. Love will pursue me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, for allowing me to be able to read your word. Allow me, Lord, to open up your word. Father, as we go into your word, Lord, give us the strength, Lord, to be able to process it. Holy Ghost, have your way. For, Lord, this is your word. This is your truth. Let us be able to endure it. Let us be able to be enriched by it. Let us be rebuked by it. Let us be renewed by it, God, because we know only in you is there renewed the strength, Lord. You're the one that guides and directs us, Lord. Help us in this time of need that learn to rest and relax in you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. When we look at the scripture, Psalms 1, Psalms 23, we find that in that scripture, the first couple of verses, the writer of that Psalms is actually telling you this is the benefit of following the Lord. When I relax control and let the Lord lead me, which he is my shepherd, which means that he's my caregiver. He is my provider, my director, my giver of my all, because a shepherd is responsible for feeding the animals. He's responsible for directing the path that you go to, taking you to the places of the things that you need. Your overall, your growth, your in our day and time, a shepherd would be responsible for making sure that you get your vaccinations, your medical shots, your your type of food that you need, everything that you need, your lodging, your protection. That's what the shepherd is responsible for because he's responsible for your well-being. So he's saying, because the Lord is my shepherd, I don't lack anything. And that's a bold statement to say. He's saying, from my experiences, the Lord is leading me. I don't lack anything. Then he goes on to the next verse where he says that he'll cause me to lie down in green pastures. Green pastures mean that it's growth, that it's alive places. He allows me to lie down in places where there is development, where there is nutrition, where there is peace, where there is growth, where there is everything that I need to grow with. God allows me to lie down in those areas and relax. There's something to be able to relax in a place where there is growth. And it's not barren. He puts me in a place where there's nothing barren, but plenty of growth. And I love it because when you read further on to that scripture again, it says, he leads me beside quiet waters. Can you imagine being sitting beside quiet waters? When we look at life and we look at the scriptures, a lot of times when when waters are mentioned, it's always mentioned as a life. Imagine lying down beside quiet waters, flowing quiet waters. Imagine God leading you in your life. And as the waters of life run around you, they're quiet because he's leading. And one of the biggest things that I love is that when we look at verse three, he says, he renews my life. He leads me along the path, along the right path for his namesake. The something is that when God releases us, when God leads us to wherever we're going, he renews our life. He renews everything about us daily. We're able to walk in the renewness of life when we're able to follow him. We miss those things when we walk in ourselves, when we walk in the things that God didn't call us to walk in. 
When we relax the controls of our life, we're able to go where he leads. I'm reminded of a story about the military. Every military personnel probably could understand it and anything that you go. Before a military operation could be done in the area, they scout the area over. There may be aerial observation done on land. But before they actually go onto the ground, they have to scope the land out, check out the the bearings, what is where, what is who and what. They have to have someone actually enter onto the ground. They call them pathfinders where they map the area out for the landing. It would be stupid to go onto a land that you've never been on and not have it mapped out already for you. The military uses a pathfinder where he goes through, he scouts the area out where the enemy is, where the food, land, lodging may be. There's trees here, there's shelter over here, there's a high point, low point, there's kill zones here, there's danger zones here, and, and let's not be in the kill zone. And this is the area we want to avoid. We'd rather be up here in a high area because it can be a great defense area. And he plots it out. So that when the landing comes and when they move into when when the army is ready to move into the land, they move forward. But it's the Pathfinder's job or the Pathfinder's unit job, unit's job to step into it, to map out that area, prepare it for a landing. Reconnaissance is one of the big things that the military uses. And on the ground is the Pathfinder who actually has to physically go around on that ground and look through it and prepare it for landing. Our observation may be great, but sometimes someone has to get on the ground and walk and map it out. In our lives, so many times we walk in the grounds that we don't follow the leader. See, if we follow the leader of the Holy Ghost, he's already mapped the area out that we're supposed to go. And if we allow him to, he'll map that, he'll walk us through the right places, see, because we want to walk into the kill zone. We want to walk off the cliff we want to walk into the enemy's territory where he's ready to attack us and the Holy Ghost is trying to take you up onto the hill. So when the enemy comes up, he'll be in the kill zone. But the enemy wants us to come around and go through the kill zone so he'll be waiting for us on top of the hill. But see, the Lord is trying to guide us to places where we're sitting on top of the hill, where we're not in the kill zone. We're not able to sit back and say, hey, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I will fear no evil. Why? Because I'm not walking in the kill zone. I'm walking with the one who controls the kill zone. There's a difference. There's a difference when you're walking in a place of danger and you're the one in the spot that can attack I didn't think anything about it till you look at the advantage point see when you're walking with the Lord he'll take you through places where it seems like you're in the most jetted dreadfulest place ever in your life but you have the advantage because you're like the sniper sitting up on top of the hill walking through the area scoping it looking from side to side with his rifle because you're walking with the Holy Ghost and when you walk with God's spirit he leads you into places that you wouldn't believe and even though you may be in danger but the danger is below you not above you see because God will lead you into the valley even though you're walking through the valley that doesn't mean you're walking in the kill zone of the valley 
See, God doesn't put you in the harm's way of it. He takes you into the valley, but he puts you in a place where you have the optional optional view of it where it's something where you're in the high area and they're in the kill zone see the enemy wants you to follow his direction which takes you into the kill zone and what I love about this thing I had to look back at it and say from a strategist's point of view is what he's saying is if I follow God and even though I'm walking in the dangerous places what he does is he allows me to walk the high ground the overview area of the danger zone and not into the kill zone where I'm the target open for the enemy's attack I love it because he didn't say that God won't take you into the danger areas but that he doesn't put you in the middle of the danger he puts you in the overview area where anything that's coming through it has to come through him see because you have to shoot upward when you're in the overview you're able to look down and pick off the targets in the kill zone God doesn't put us in the kill zone. The enemy does. But when we follow his steps, we're able to walk through the deadly areas. Because he takes us into overview. When we hold the reins, we walk into the areas that we don't think we should be in. We're rushing. We're trying to make the detail in our lives happen. When they don't happen. We're trying to make things detailed that God didn't even detail for us. We're trying to do it and we leave him out of it. Beloved, I'm here to tell you, try it just a little bit. Release the reins. Let go of some of that anxiety and let God have control in some of those areas. And if you don't know how, ask him. Lord, help me to enjoy the moment. Every moment of my life. The boring moments, the miserable moments, help me to learn in those moments. Because sometimes in those boring moments of my life, you're teaching me a valuable lesson. Help me to learn you in those lessons. Help me to learn to follow your steps. Ask him. And when you take the time, go back and read Psalms 23. Read and see the statements. And what this writer was saying to us is that as we look at that scripture, he's saying this is he's he's writing about his experience. And what God is saying, as you read this scripture, he wants you to have the same experience. But we have to let him lead. Beloved, I'm the same way. Beloved of God, I am the same. I want control. I want to do what I want. I want the relationships to go. I want I want the people to be the way I want. And it doesn't happen. Because God has a plan for all of us. Sometimes we kick against the pricks. We fight against it. Just like Jesus said, he said, all ye are heavy laden, come unto me and I'll give you rest. In Psalms 23, what he's saying, the writer there says he's declaring to the people as they were probably singing this song, was saying, hey, I found out that if you let God lead, you won't lack anything. Everything you need, he'll make sure you have it. The food that you need, the covering that you need, the protection that you need. He's saying it from a military standpoint. He's saying it from a regular person standpoint. He's saying it from an all-experienced regular person standpoint. He's saying that if you allow the Lord to be the Lord of your life in every area, there's nothing you're going to lack. You won't miss danger. You won't miss not be. He said you won't not miss being in the danger but it won't 
be able to have the control over you. There's something about being in danger and the danger doesn't have control over you because you know who's controlling the situation. When the Lord is in the middle of your life and he's controlling it, you don't fear the danger. You know it's coming, but you ultimately rely on the person who runs it. Take the time. Observe yourself. Judge yourself. And ask yourself, Lord, what is it about me that you can change? And I'm not perfect. None of us are. But the spirit in us is causing us to be perfect. Read Psalms 23. Make it your thing for the week. Look back and see what it's saying to you. Take the time and look at it and see that he says, the Lord is my shepherd. There's nothing I lack. Let's work on letting God lead us in all areas of our life. But our relationships with people, with our interactions with people, with our thought lives, with our finances. Let's let him lead us and put us in places where we can grow and be at peace and rest where we're growing. Not all worried about, oh, I'm sitting in this place and I don't know how long I'm going to be here and this is going to happen. And no, I'm relaxing because God has caused me to be in this place and I'm going to relax. Let him have the reins. You've had the rain so long and you're so wore out. Let him have them. Let him be the one you need. Let him be all that you need. Don't let the rains that you think that you have to have be the thing to prevent you from resting in the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray, Lord, that each person who hears this message today, Lord, is blessed by it, strengthened by it, and kept by it, God. Lord, let nothing happen to those, Lord, that, Lord, right now, Lord, that need you at this moment, Lord. Cover, Lord, those, Lord, that are struggling, Lord, to let go of themselves, Lord, and pick up you. Help us, Lord, daily to die to our self-control, Lord, and our self-control, of every situation God and figuring out how to make everything work but let us relax in saying that we trust you by faith that we won't lack if you lead us so Father help us to repent of our selfish ways and release our control to you so that we can walk in a place that we're no longer bitter mad and envious of other people God but we're in a place where we can rejoice in the fact is that no matter where we are, you have us in a place where we're able to learn, grow, and trust in you in every moment of our lives. Father, I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope this message has been a blessing to you. And if it has, please subscribe and share it with other people. And remember, it doesn't matter how much no matter where you are, God is always the one wanting to renew his relationship with you, always wanting to love on you, cover you, and be with you. God is the one that wants to be in every aspect of your life. Don't let anything that is happening to you stop you from where you're going. If God causes you to be in something, just walk in it. Trust me. And if you trust God, he'll take you to places where you've never been. He'll cause people 
for his name's sake because of whom he is and who he is to move and help you. We think that because of our limitations that we're limited. But when we let God lead our lives, we find we're in places where we've never been. So if he instructs you to do something, do it. Be faithful to it. Do the best you can to do it. And watch God do the rest. But give it your best. Be the best for Christ that you can be. If you don't know how to proper worship, tell him. If you're having a hard time releasing control of yourself to him, tell him. Tell him you're having a hard time relaxing. Tell him everything. Because the shepherd does care. The shepherd wants to love on you. He wants to direct your life. Tell him you're having a hard time forgiving yourself. Tell him about the times that your heart is just hurting and you're just so tired with your past. Tell him about it. Because God loves you so much. loves you. He died for you. He came back to life just for you. And if you don't know Christ for the first time, ask him to introduce himself to you. Ask him to help him. Ask him to help you to know him. And get yourself into a good Bible-believing church. I know in our day and time right now, we're having a pandemic going on and we're having to do Bible studies online and church online. But make sure you get yourself connected with a good body of believers and have some believers that you can contact with, maybe even talk to, have small Bible trips together or walk or do something. But tell somebody something about God in your life. Remember, if anything you do today, remember to tell people, hey, you know what? I'm just so glad that God is in control of everything. And I tell people you're praying for them. Nothing else you can do for anybody else. Pray for them. And then when you see them, tell them, man, I'm so glad to see you. Tell people you're glad to see them. Tell them how appreciative you are of them and that you're thankful that God is in there, that God has blessed you to see them. Make someone else's day instead of trying to make your day. Let's be a world changer. One person at a time. Once again, thank you for listening to Living in the Light Life Lessons podcast. And thank you for letting me in being into your home, into your car, just into your workspace, wherever it is. Thank you. And remember, once again, I'm David Akins, and I'm the host of Living in the Light Life Lessons podcast. And I hope to talk to you again soon and be blessed. And remember, today's message is relaxing in the Lord.